Hello and welcome to Journey With Me, the podcast where the journey is greater than the destination. I, of course, am your host, Holly Harris, your journey girl, helping you to manage the middle. And on today's episode, I'm so excited to have one of my longtime friends on the show today, um, to share her testimony. Uh, she goes by the name of Tamasha as well as Nikki. Um, I met Tamasha in uh, college, uh, just like a lot of the people I've had on this show. Um, I made some very good lifelong friendships when I was in college and Tamasha is one of them. We don't talk every day, but when we do, it's almost like we pick up where we left off and we're on the phone for hours. <laughs> but uh, again, I am so excited to have her on the show with me today to share her story of how she uh, endured the ultimate betrayal um, by the hands of people that she loved dearly that were the closest to her. Um, And again, I'm so excited and thankful that uh, she is on the show today. And, you know, this testimony is not um, being told to shame those who committed the betrayal. Uh, It's being told in order for her to share how she processed one of the most difficult times in her life and how she came through on the other side in hopes of helping someone else who may have gone through the situation and they're having a hard time moving on. And they're having a hard time just being able to process through in order to move forward in their life. And so that is the purpose of the testimony today. Uh, And so I'm going to go ahead and get out of the way so that she can share her story. There's so many different nuances um, as it relates, you know, to uh, Tamisha's journey, because not only uh, and she'll get to it in the testimony, um, just the different nuances that she experienced as a result of the betrayal and uh, the different layers that were associated with it. So again, I'm going to get out of the way and allow her to tell her story in her own words. And uh, again, thank you, Tamisha, for being on the show. And I know that your testimony is going to be a blessing to someone. So without further ado, here's her story. Greetings, everyone. I want to first thank God for allowing me to have this opportunity to be able to share my testimony with you guys, with Holly and with the guests of Journey With Me podcast. Holly, thank you for allowing me to be able to do this and thank you for the invite. I truly count it a blessing and an honor that you thought it not robbery to consider me and to ask me to do this. My name is Tamasha and I'm known to everyone as Nikki. Um, that was or is my nickname that everyone calls me. Um, and I'm here to just share with you guys my testimony about what happened between myself and my ex-husband and my best friend or the person I called my best friend. Um, I met my husband at the time while I was, well, I knew of him while I was in high school. And then our paths crossed when I was in college and singing on the choir. And he was there 
and working with the choir and everything and I was like oh I know him and you know we started talking and you know like yeah I remember you and you know we was like good so um we chit-chatted and we continued to talk um after rehearsals um there would be Friday night Bible studies that we were participating in and we would talk there. And we found that um, we just were both going through and dealing with some of the same things at that time. So we began to, you know, you know just share some of the things we were going through and talking about them. And we were praying for each other and encouraging each other with different things that was going on in our lives at the time. And um, eventually, you know, he was in a place where he was going through and ending a situation in his life. I was at a place where I had ended a relationship that I was in and was at peace with God and just all right with where I was. I wasn't looking for a relationship at the time. I was content with God and focused on what it was that I wanted to do for God. Um, I had done everything the wrong way. And I was like, you know, it's time to try something different and try things a different way. And so we ended up becoming closer and talking and then we started spending time together and then eventually um we decided that we were going to be in a relationship together um and while we were in our relationship you know things were good you know we had a good friendship good relationship we spent time together hung out done fun stuff everything to the point that um, we became serious and wanted to take our relationship to another level. And as I said, I found and had a best friend. And she and I eventually, um, we hung out together. We spent time together. And eventually we moved in together. Um, I had had my own place and my ex-husband had his own place. And so she had um, graduated from college and she was, well, was about to graduate from college. And, you know, she had a child and she was like, hey, you know, I want to move to the city, you know, that we were in. And I was like, okay. And we talked and we agreed upon some things. And I moved from my one bedroom and moved into a two bedroom so that, you know, she could come down and we had an apartment together. Well, eventually um, proposed to me and we decided that we were going to get married. And I was like, all right. So, you know, I was letting her know that we're getting married. We had set a date and the lease to the apartment was coming up and and it was going to be over. And my ex-husband and I decided that, you know, we had found a different place for us to, you know, move to and to grow. 
Well, we ended up getting married. She was in the wedding. She was my maid of honor in the wedding. Her son was in our wedding. Everything. Um, a lot of people that we were associated with as far as church they had a part in our wedding everything so everything was good you know she was a good friend I considered to be a good friend of mine she was more of like a sister and so when it came down to time for us to get married in the wedding it was probably like a, a week so before the wedding um she had told me that you know she had arrangements to go back and live with family or whatnot but then right before the wedding all of that fell through and here I am thinking you know this my friend and her child I can't just you know see them out on the street you know like no because I wouldn't want anybody to do me like that and because of who I am as a person my heart wouldn't allow me just to say no and the passion and the compassion rather that I had I was like absolutely not I discussed it you know with my ex-husband and not only was you know she my best friend but she was family and a part of the people that we worship with and fellowship with so ended up allowing her and her son to move in into the house that we had moved to and you know our friendship was good she never gave me any reason to suspect that she was the person that I know her to be now um if I have to say it um she she was a really good friend or portrayed to be a really good friend to me and you know we shared things but we didn't share or I didn't share things concerning my marriage however by her living in the house with us I'm sure that there were things that she was witness a witness to or whatnot so um ended up having my first child and I I went through a lot with my first child I um had him premature um, he spent two and a half um, months in the hospital, in the NICU, and, you know, my ex-husband, he was there every step of the way. From the moment that my water broke at 24, 27 weeks, he was there, you know, walked me through the whole step. I mean, was the epitome of a perfect husband during that time. But leading up to and while I was pregnant with my son, I found that I was dealing with a lot of emotions. Um, it was real rough for me. I 
tried to commit suicide while I was pregnant. And I just had everything planned out in my head, in my mind that my, my child would be taken care of. You know, the enemy really had my mind. And the problem that I did have, you know, with my ex-husband, and I'll never forget this, is that, you know, he was very sensitive to everyone, you know, that we worship with. He could feel when things was going on with them and, you know, if stuff was going wrong, God would reveal things and show him things and everything. And I remember saying to him when I was going through my situation of trying to commit suicide, um, that night I had got up and he was asleep and I got in the car and I went driving down the road and I had to be doing like a hundred miles per hour and I saw a tree and I tried to run my car dead into the tree and this is while I'm pregnant and the car wouldn't go in the tree and I was like why this car won't go in the tree and I know I'm turning the wheel to hit this tree and it wouldn't go and I ended up getting to the top of the street to the stop sign and I turned around and I came flying back down that street about a hundred miles per hour again and I tried to run my car into that street I mean into that tree and it wouldn't go into the tree and I ended up flying into my driveway at the house and slamming on brakes angry mad at God and I went back in the house and closed the door and I sat down at my dining room table and just furious at God and I turned on my CD player and in the CD was Fred Hammond and the song that began to play was No Weapon and I'm mad at God. And I was like, God, why didn't you just let me kill myself? I'm trying to kill myself. I have everything planned out and worked out. And God said to me while that song was playing, that no weapon formed against you shall prosper, even when you are your own weapon. And that did something to my spirit that I just broke down and crying to God and just telling him like, God, I feel like the weight of the world is on my shoulder. And why is it that I I'm dealing with all of these emotions and, you know, being pregnant? And it, it was just a lot that was going on at the time. And, and I have to say this part that, you know, I had had it laid out so much that, you know, here she is my best friend and here he is my husband and I have, I'm pregnant with my child and this is how the enemy had my mind. And I was like, you know, if something happens to me that, you know, he can take care of my child, my baby. He's going to be okay because I knew he was a boy. And I'm like, he's going to be all right. And you know what? He, he he can raise him and and she can help him and they can be together. I had spoke all of that out of a place of where I was. And after I was sitting at that table and crying out to God about all of the 
weight that I felt that I had on me and just how the enemy was messing with me and my mind at the time. I ended up getting up and I ended up going into our bathroom and our bathroom was in our bedroom. And I remember laying on the floor, pregnant, crying out to God on the floor, prostrate. And he got up. My ex-husband got up out the bed and came and looked at me laying on the floor, crying, tears, pregnant. And he was like, you need to get up off of that floor. And I looked at him and I said, here it is. I am your wife. I said, and you can feel everybody else's pain and hurt and what it is that they're going through and how they're feeling and God can reveal this to you and that to you but I sleep with you every night and you don't feel or see my hurt my pain or what it is that I'm dealing with And that hurt me and bothered me that he didn't understand that. And I said, and I'm your wife. I am here with you and I am walking this with you and living this with you. And let me say this. We were together four years before we got married. So it wasn't like this was a a quick fly by night, you know, turn around oh let's get married no we were together four years before we even got married and so you know he came and he picked me up off the floor and that night and you know we had a conversation and ended up you know going to sleep that night but then things got better You know, he began to really pour into me and really understand and really take care and see what it was that he wasn't seeing that I was dealing with. And next thing I know, um, like I said, my um, water ended up breaking and my son was in the hospital for two and a half months. And, and again, he was the epitome of a, a great husband being there for me and through everything that was going on. And even the girl, she, you know, was the friend that was there every step of the way, you know, supporting me, whatever it was I needed. She was there. And I was like, you know, okay, you know, when it came time for, you know, my my son to get ready to come home from the hospital, my family, my mom especially, she began to say to me, and even when, you know, I had decided or we had decided to allow her to come and live with us, you know, like, they were like, no, you're going to be newlyweds there's no way you should have you know her living at your house and me I'm like no but she's my friend and you know my mom was like no my sister no family no you know like absolutely not but I was headstrong on you know this my friend because to me friendship was just different you know um 
if I call you my friend, you are truly my friend. And when you become a friend that becomes family and like a sister to me, I treat you as such. And so she was around my family, everything. And even with going against what people were saying, I still stood on you know what I felt about allowing her to come but then eventually when it was time for uh, my son to get ready to come home from the hospital I was like you know yeah I had a conversation it's time that you know you're gonna have to go and you know things are different and she eventually you know moved out well my son turned one a month after that, I found out I was pregnant again with my second son. And while I'm pregnant with him, I started feeling like something wasn't right. And then after I had him and he came, you know, came home and I was pretty much a stay-at-home mom, I'm like, hmm something just don't feel right in my spirit and didn't quite know what it was what was going on and I spent a lot of time just talking to God and then I just started watching you know sometimes all you have to do is just sit back and start looking and watching and seeing and eventually I found myself starting to separate myself from her um um, the type of person my husband was, the people that we worshiped with, they were family. They were at the house. We worshiped at the house. You know, when, um, we moved from the house and ended up moving somewhere else, you know, they came over. But then when I started noticing that some of them started separating themselves, I was like, okay, you know, something ain't right here. It, it, it's, it's something. And I still didn't know quite what it was. Well, my ex-husband, he ended up getting a job where he had to, you know, work out of town. It, um, maybe about 45 minutes from where we live. And so then one day he came home and he told me that, you know, he felt like he and I needed some time apart from each other and I'm like what like where is this coming from and with this time apart I'm like first of all I have a one-year-old and still a kind of newborn um I think at the time my second son may have been about four or five months at that moment there and I'm like time apart no 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 what do you mean time apart and so he was like he was going to go and stay at an extended stay so we could figure out what it was that we were going to do and I'm like we we ain't got to figure out nothing this is something that you know you're deciding or whatnot and eventually he chose to go and stay in an extended stay and I was left at the house by myself with two children and I'll never forget um, calling my best friend 
calling her, you know, like, okay, what in the world's going on? You know, here I am. I got these two kids, and she wasn't answering. Now, she ended up moving onto the same complex where we had moved to after we had left from the house that we were in. And that was crazy, but I'm like, okay, again, that's my friend, but it kind of made me think like, well, what's she moving over here for? But you know, hey, they were having a special at the complex at the time. So, okay. But it still, you know, was a red flag to me. And then when I'm calling her because you're my friend and I have these two children here and you live on the complex, where are you at and why are you not answering? And I knew her work schedule and her days on and off and everything. And, and eventually, you know, I went around to her apartment where she stayed and I noticed that her car wasn't there. And I was like, okay, um, I'm calling my ex-husband. You know, throughout, we're talking on the phone, we're communicating. Anytime I would call, he was answering. And... I was up one night and he said, you know, he was ready to go to bed and I was up and I just began, you know, to pray. And I was like, God, I need for you to really show me or reveal to me what is what's going on and ended up that um, the Lord told me to check my bank account. And I ended up checking my bank account and saw what he done spent money at Ruby Tuesdays. And to this day, I will not eat at Ruby Tuesdays at all because of this. And I noticed the amount that was charged on the card. He couldn't have ate that much by himself. And I knew somebody else had to be there and stayed up. I remember knowing the extended stay that he stayed in. And I my my kids were asleep and I didn't want to wake them. She was nowhere to be found to come watch them for me, you know, while I had to take a trip to see what was going on. And I didn't want to involve my family in it because my family, you know, I already had their you know, suspicions, suspicions uh, of things. So I ended up staying up pretty much all night. And it was about six o'clock in the morning. Still ain't heard from my friend, quote unquote, and my best friend at that. And I'm like, okay, got my kids. I ended up calling my ex-husband and he answered the phone and I said at this point I'm in the car and I'm driving to the extended state where he stays I drive through the parking lot um I didn't see his car there and I was like okay but as I was leaving I was like oh there's his car and then I see her car I said oh okay so I called my ex-husband, you know, because at this point I'm furious, but I have both of my kids in the car. And I um, said to him, I said, hey, he answered the phone. I said, hey, did you get the um, package that I del- ha- was having delivered to you? 
he was like well no it hadn't come yet I said well I'm sure you know it should be there be there soon and he was like oh okay so I gave him maybe two minutes I went and knocked on the door and when I knocked on the door he opened it and she's sitting there in the room with him and I'm looking at the both of them and mind you my kids are in the car and you know I'm like what the oh you know upset hot pissed everything and she is not what you think it is he it ain't what you think it is and granted you know everything looked intact like had nothing been going on you know like they had quote unquote just been talking then they said oh you know, we was just talking and she made this statement to me. She said, well, he reached out to me and he said he needed somebody to talk to. What? I'm your best friend. What you doing talking to my husband? And you, you my husband. What you doing talking to her? If anything, you need to be talking to me. So, needless to say, you know, words were definitely exchanged she left and I told him that you need to get yourself together he ended up packing up his stuff coming back to the house and you know this is not what it's not what it looked like and because I just believed you know in marriage and I didn't want you know, to have to go through a divorce and I'm like, we're just newly married and I'm like, okay, I'm just, I'm learning stuff through all of this. I was like, I began to do things differently and eventually, you know, we moved, things started getting a little bit better for us. Um, we began to separate, you know, our personal life from the life of those that we worship with because that was a problem it was all intertwined so we had to do a divide and um our friendship was never the same and it caused me to not to just look at her differently but it caused me to look at you know everybody differently um and it it wasn't a good feeling because that wasn't the person that I was and eventually we moved again um and this time we moved we had just celebrated our anniversary we were purchasing a home moved in the home on our actual anniversary date only for him to up and leave and go out of town again and Go to, quote unquote, go to the mountains. That's where he said he went. He was going on a sabbatical to spend time with God. And he came back from there. Um, That was the end of March when we had moved in. By the first week of June, we were moving out of the house that we had just decided to purchase. Um. Because he came back and told me that God changed his mind about us and that 
I was no longer his wife, but she was his wife. Wow, guys, if you uh, thought that was something, just wait till the conclusion uh, of the testimony that will air next week. Um, again, Tamisha, thank you so much for your transparency and for being on the show and sharing your journey on Journey With Me podcast. Guys, thank you for listening today. Um, if you have not had a chance to rate me, please do so on Apple Podcasts. Uh, you can also follow me on social media as well as Uh, I have a new single out called Greater Than Me. Go and check it out. It's available on all your musical platforms. I included links to Spotify and Apple in the show notes. Um, Guys, come back next week. You definitely want to hear the end of this testimony uh, and the encouragement uh, that she offers to um, our listeners. So again, thank you for listening today. Have an amazing day. And until next time.